Welcome back to Jam Radio, everybody. My name's Jeremy Siegel, alongside my co-host, Mike. Hi, Siegel is dead inside. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting on a big mask right now. What the point of the mask is. I, I recommend was... Mask by Dream, but it's the best song of all time. I knew that was a song that you said to me at some point. I recognized the lyrics, but I was like, I have no clue what he's talking about. Uh, Dream's the fucking Minecrafter, right? Yeah, and he has like a different controversy about him every week. He cheated during speedruns. It's like, the the world's dying. We don't need to talk about Dream's cheating on speedruns. world's dying, lol. Relatable. The world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it, and I never... <laughs> That's not... That's the even... lines from All-Star. Uh... mouth. The world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it. I never get get bored. Yeah, yeah. I just it just sounded like you were going a different direction than get bored. I didn't know what the lyrics were, so I was like, oh, "Fuck, where are they?" <laughs> anyway, how has your week been, good sir? Besides the rhythm bot dying on Discord, pretty fine. This is the second bot to be taken off, as we've discussed yeah. off there. We talked about Groovy already. Did we? No, no, we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but I'm sure you have heat about it or or pissed about it. Yeah, I mean, don't tell anybody, but we found other bots. But I mean, I'm sure they'll all be taken down eventually. Oh, you heathen! Heathen's yeah. the wrong word. You rascal! Um, rascal flats. Life is a highway. It's making those music connections Seal, all the time. Seal like. certainly saying words right now. Look, you sure are just you sure are saying stuff. I'm here. That's half the fucking battle. <laughs> like I've had a long fucking day. We're recording this at an unusual time uh, for recording. We're actually recording it early. Um, but yeah, I had a long fucking trip today. I had a hajj. Recording um, it early in terms of the week, but we're also recording it late at night, which is my I mean, favorite time to record. It's not late per se. It's only six forty-five my time. 7.45 your time. Well, it's dark here. That's why I just I consider it late. We usually don't light record here. when it's dark. It stays cool. lighter here the longer. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, anything else to report in your life, Mike? Um, do you have anything to talk about baseball-wise? Not really. Do you? Uh, Max Scherzer hit 3,000 strikeouts, and it was painful oh, you to did. watch as a Dodger you didn't recognize that. I did recognize that. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, you did. I don't know how much into baseball you are. I saw. So, I, I follow shit. I just don't like. I don't know. <laughs> it's just Robbie Ray could win the Cy Young this year. Another Fuck ex. Off. Another ex D back and ex Tiger. <laughs> I hate the Tigers and the Diamondbacks so much for the people they get rid of and Why the people he... they choose to keep. Like I remember they kept Chris Young over like better players because they're like Chris Young's going to be the next big outfielder and he stayed with the Diamondbacks for so fucking long and never developed into anything why do they keep what think about that there's <laughs> like five guys that can make a rotation out of the Cy Young winners who went elsewhere I've done that in the video game I've brought all those guys back and I'm seeing like how it simulates with those guys staying on the team and it's like they all win Cy Youngs they all win World Series and Tigers like, Dynasty it's a I dynasty. I mean, they had Porcello. He kind of dropped off. I mean, he had a he won a Cy Young, but a lot he of did. people don't think he deserved it. That was kind of just because he had like twenty something wins. Is he on the Mets still, or is he just no? Like, he's not on the team right now. That's shocking. To he dropped off big time. Yeah, he's not. He was bad on the Mets. That was... He needs to be Ari Dickey and come back with that knuckleballer. We're losing so many viewers with baseball talk. <laughs> no, you're not a baseball fan. You are so tuned out because we're just making pulls from like 2010s baseball. Um, but we can cross pollinate these two communities, baseball and music. I recommended a great baseball song to Mike. That he it's liked. pretty cool. How did you find that song? It was very, I was like under what? Oh, I was like under 1000 uh, listens. Or whatever. Maybe I searched like Babe Ruth or something. 
and that just randomly. Are you getting up. desperate? Because are you? It sounds like you're. I was getting okay. So for folks that don't know, we are still recommending a song a day. This is our old list that we're now reviewing, but we have a new list for this 2021. And I thought I was getting desperate, but I can reach back into my repertoire of like classic rock and just be like, he will not know this fucking song except Cats in a Cradle because everyone knows that song. I mean, yes, um, unironically, everybody does. I don't know why that's like, it's just, it still shocks me. But, um, I, I, if I'm desperate, I can just reach back into classic rock and be fine. I don't want to. I'm trying to get stuff that you would actually enjoy. So it's like a battle. Are you running? I found Greta Van Fleet, but yeah, it's kind of. I gotta find like. I'm taking it day by day, taking the next song's day. Not worry. Next day's song. Not worry about the full, the fact that we have to finish out a year. I mean, we're almost. Like we're more than halfway at this point. Someone I mean, said that's... today or yesterday it was a hundred days till Christmas, which was like, where the fuck did the year go? Where'd <laughs> all the time go? Oh, shut up, you fucking! <laughs> that song's like one of my most played songs, and I found like you recommended it to me in this new list. Then I discovered it after you recommended it to me, and I was gonna recommend it to you and been like, oh, it's already in the list. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't discover it through you. I discovered it after. And yet, and yet, you get mad at me for recommending stuff that it, like is popular. That one was like number one TikTok trend, and you know what it was. I don't know. I guess I was behind on my TikTok trends at the time. Yeah. Mike got mad at me this week because I recommended a Scrub song, and he's like, "Single, I already know this song," and I'm like, "But I like it." He's like, "Fine," and then he recommended a song to me. That I already knew, and he's like, "Well, I get a Scrubs pass." I'm like, "Sure, whatever." <laughs> so we're both getting desperate. only fair. I know, but it shows our our desperateness. Um, it sucks. I feel like we definitely can't keep this going after this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I we could, but my brain it won't handle it well because <laughs> I'll have to search more. Like I could just recommend the whole other part of Monty R.I. that I haven't recommended yet. So it's like, I could do that, but I don't think you like those songs. So, Or I could listen to it before you recommend it. Oh, you bastard. Don't you rat that. bastard. Rat bastard. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's time, time to actually do this. Let's time to actually do this. Let's Shut jump up. into it Shut right up. now. Uh, <laughs> week 35, folks, was called Still Waiting for My Birthday Sex. Oh, this um, is Siegel's birthday week. Oh, yeah, this is my birthday week. Uh, so the last song of this playlist was my birthday. Um, if you couldn't tell from the two songs that were populating it, I think it was "What's My Age Again" by Blink One Eighty Two was my recommendation, and Mike recommended "Birthday Sex" by I didn't know any birthday songs. Jeremiah, I found another birthday song today, and I'm mad I didn't recommend it before. Which one? And it's "Birthday" by Quiet Drive. You don't, ah. you're, not gonna, you're not gonna know it, but. It's one of my favorite. I, mean, I know Quiet Drive because you're always playing it. Oh, we have Quiet Drive. Uh, the second week this week, ironically. Yeah, no, I know. Oh, we have oh, Quiet Drive know. at home. What? No, it's just a meme. We have McDonald's at home or whatever. I don't know this meme. Shut up! You want to teach me what a meme is, Mike? I nope. want to okay. have to talk you through this one right now. <laughs> okay, great. Um. Uh, shout out to a band before we get into our shout out. Shout out to Miniature Tigers. Uh, they did Cannibal Queen this week. Or, I can't yeah, believe Cannibal. that they actually liked our thing. They were like, they, big... yeah, they liked it. Uh, sorry, what were you gonna say? No, they're just like a big deal. It's so cool. Shout out to Miniature Tigers. Shout out. Seemed like cool guys. I kept calling them Cannibal Queens, but that's the name of the song, not the name of the band. Uh. <laughs> Mike pointed his left. finger to the sky and said left. That is that our first left of the podcast? We're only we're 35 weeks in and we haven't said left yet. We're getting more unhinged as we go along. <laughs> Seven. Um left, bro. <laughs> okay. Mike, do you have any shout-outs? Yeah, I do. Um I wanted to shout out Travels by Kai Dreams, which is actually on this playlist. 
and not one from like seven months ago. Um, I called it the, the sibling song to questions. They're very similar. Um, they're both like pondering life and shit, being a aimless kid. Um, yeah, I talked enough about high dreams, so I'm not going to say any more. How dare you? You have to big up him as a kid. Spoiler said. alert! No, I love I love the person. Um, what what was this Mad at Disney song about? Wasn't there uh, some was a, like that was a trend? TikTok thing? Yeah. yeah. What what was it? Uh, it was like the nostalgia. I didn't write about this song, but it is like a song that was like nostalgia based, where it was like, "I'm Mad at Disney. They tricked me, got me wishing on a shooting star." Was like the main hook of the song so it's like uh, like you're lost and you're in the real world but everyone says happy endings are a thing when really okay that's what i thought but why did i think it was about like just not liking the practices of the company i mean because most people don't like disney (laughs) at this point but is am i misremembering was there a trend about like criticizing them their like immoral practices set to this song uh, maybe I wasn't on that side of. Don't remember, um, Steel, This is your song. You have to know. I didn't. I don't remember because it, it was like it was a year ago at this point. Uh, but what I what I remember about the song was just like the sort of like trickery that Disney kind of puts into the our heads as a young age. Like you get the guy and shit like that for young women and get the guy. <laughs> I don't know what guys got out of it. I guess you can be big and strong like Hercules or Tarzan. I'm thinking of like the 90s Disney renaissance because I would soon assume that's what the singer's age would be. I don't know what guys got out of Disney. I guess just like you can cry if you're like Woody. Like, I don't know. Anyway. It's a good song. It's it's simple. It's not like groundbreaking. It It, it takes the riff from the Cinderella song. Or da na 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 na. I'm at Disney, Disney. That's catchy. all I know. Yeah, it, it was catchy. That that riff, not from Cinderella. I'm wrong. Sorry. Wishing on a shooting star by from Pinocchio. Jiminy Cricket, 1940s. Anyway, go on. Jiminy Cricket spit mad bars. Yeah, sure. Um. So yeah, I, I wanted to ask what that was about. I really like. I wonder why. It's so good. It feels like it was in Goodfellas. Um, it just feels ripe to be lined up to like a movie montage that does not like match the original mood of the song. Um, but like that's the fun part. Like, you know the montage I'm talking about. Whenever there's like a trailer uh, set to some like stupid cover of like a a normally upbeat song. God, what's that term? Song dis dissection? Not dissection. Song. There's a term for disaffection or something. You know the the Gears of War trailer that kind of started this trend? Uh, uh, no, I don't remember that. It was set to Mad World, and it was just him, like, alien shooting. Oh. Oh, I do. Yes, I do remember that. I can't believe you actually remember that. I didn't think you would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, this, I think of that song, and it's not, it doesn't really sound like Mad World, but I... I'm imagining a montage. This is a montage song, Seagull. Uh, Miniature Tigers, this feels a lot like Tally Hall. Um, this made me think about how we're like past the generation of like nerdy rock bands like this. It kind of sucks. Um, I don't feel like this is an environment that's cultivating bands like these. I guess you can say similar thing about Blink-182, which they have the song on this week. But I don't really... I'm not really as familiar with that. Uh... I can tell. Well, Blink-182 is definitely a product of its time. I don't think you could make a Blink-182 nowadays. Yeah, I Multiple guess that's reasons. kind of the point. Yeah. Um, do you have any more shout-outs? I put Anthropocene by um, Samza. 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 Um, Samza. Kind of, it feels very similar to Butterflies. Um, yes. I remember you saying you really liked Sam's after I recommended Butterfly, so I recommended this one. Um, it's about being in love but embracing a future muddled in uncertainty because of climate change. 
Like, you know, where you have this, like, I guess you can just make this uh, conundrum about any, like, long-term bond two partners have with each other that you don't actually know what is going to happen with your lives slash the world. So I guess it's a a relatable little concept. Um, no more shout-outs, Siegel. Okay. I went on for quite a bit there. It, it, it's like a nihilistic take on romance, I think. Is what ah, that was the for. word I was trying to think yeah. of. Yeah. Um, back to the link. It's a very good point. Uh, I didn't like that Samsa song as much. I think he can't top butterflies. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree that this is the best song. Uh, Samsa, please come back. Um, but uh, Blink-182 point that you made earlier, Blink-182 was like an antithesis to uh, NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys of their time. So they kind of grew out of counterculture. Whereas I think Miniature Tigers is sort of like an extension of like DIY bands of like uh, what's they called? The guys that you like that I recommend. Oh my brain! Whatever, I can't remember the fucking name. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, they did that song about the letter that they wrote back in time. Uh, ang ang. Fuck. Whatever. I was gonna say I killed giants, what, but the song the next. Oh, 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 um, they might be giants. They might be giants. That that band. They're a a new age that band, basically. I can see that. I guess. Yeah. Um. So, and I really enjoy their sound. This, as I said in my shoutouts, uh, "Cannibal Queen" by Miniature Tigers is one of the forgotten gems of your recommendations. <laughs> forgotten by you. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, forgotten by me and never heard of by other people until I put the list out. But, uh, or probably never heard of. They only had like 2 million streams on this song. Or no, no, this song had like 12 million. This is their most Man, popular song, yeah. That is not true. No? Their second most oh, popular song. Oh, 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 it's, it's, I forgot what it's called. It's like 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 or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, same album, though. Um, yeah. That's why I got confused. The weird guitar riff in the Cannibal Queen song that pay, I think it pays homage or it straight ripped from Eye of the Tiger by Survivor or Edge of Seventeen that da 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 na 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 It's that same I, I don't know if oh, they Oh yeah, yeah 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 I I, like I thought it was that song for a second and I was like oh wait this like a then I took like a queen take on it which was very interesting I thought um, you know it's the... funny because you see you see music in like a classic rock like classic band lens that I just don't at all. Well, I, you're like I mean, you're like comparing things to Queen, and I'm like, oh, you know what? You're right, but I just I never, I never grasp that when I'm listening to music. Well, it's this, it's a, it's a classic riff that it must be an homage to, uh, again, Eye of the Tiger, if you know the Rocky music, or Edge of Seventeen by Stevie Nicks, who's famous from Fleetwood Mac, uh, and a great movie, um, I think based off that song. I don't know. Same name. Uh, where an Asian guy plays a, a high school, even though he's 40 years old or whatever. Yeah, no, that dude was straight up 30. I remember watching that movie with you. We watched it on YouTube on a bootleg or something because we were like, whatever. It was just funny. Uh, yeah, but back to Miniature Tigers. A DIY synth pop sound that just hooks you in from the opening catchiness and amazing harmonies. Big respect to a band that makes an album every two or three years, basically since 2009. That's commitment. Um, oh, just, for it to be 2009 again. Oh, it to be 2002 again. <laughs> so I can listen to the fray and not be judged by bad music taste. Hey, you don't have to be uh, judged ever. Uh, the fray and what's the other band that was just like the fray, except they were different. There were two bands that competed. Uh, Oldplay reminds me of the fray a little bit. Is that weird? Bright, not Brightside. What? The Killers? Sorry. No, 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 no. I, I was going to say Brightside, but it's not. It's the fray and whatever. They made Hall of Fame. The script. The fray and the script <laughs> were the same band, basically, but they were two different what bands. The script, bro. Uh, yeah. 
2004, 2005. Oh, it to be that time again in music. Um, sorry, you said Coldplay reminds you, or the fray reminds you of Coldplay? A little bit. Maybe it's just because it's from like, I same, same associate, era. yeah, I associate the sound to the same time. Yeah, it's 2000s Brit pop. Yeah. Brit rock pop, I guess. So yeah, makes sense. Uh, You're the Reason by Chris Wright and yeah. Limbo. I love this song. Uh, he ruins what was one of the best soundtrack songs of all time from the film Up, is what I said about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you mean? <laughs> he just like it just like takes it and doesn't do anything with it. He just puts like a weird rap over it. I don't like. I actually I wrote a little thing about my weird relationship with the rap parts of these songs because I don't like them, but like at the same time, like it doesn't really take away from my overall enjoyment from these songs. Even it's, like Kai Dreams, like some of them I don't really care for. Was this the week with a bunch of these same sounding like Yes. I mean bedroom these, these pop two week. rock yeah. like bedroom rap songs, I, I guess is the best way to interpret them. But it's like I don't know. They're really hurting me <laughs> because they're so similar in their like So good. But th- there's nothing like I don't know. It's just like so similar. Like I, I, I will be the last person to be like Kanye is the best rapper. At least he's evolving. This this genre of music is very similar, and it's hard to get behind sometimes. I mean, you're comparing like one artist to like a bunch of different songs that we're gonna. No, I, but I'm, I'm comparing artists that evolve in a like a. I'm not saying I'm saying like rappers. Even rappers evolve, which is tough, especially in rap music um and uh, drake really doesn't have evolve. you been listening to a lot of kanye lately why did why does it feel like li- it's been coming up i listened to the fucking i don't remember the album names i'm bad at names the one it's, that just came out i listened to donda i know that one i said donda was bad right donda's bad but i listened to the one that a friend of ours told us to listen to before that and it's a red album cover it's like his most famous one and it's not a pablo name um, that one's good because it incorporates guitars and rock into his rap, which was interesting. Um, uh, bro, he's evolving. He put guitars in it. No, that's not what I meant. Uh, oh, can we talk about the worst evolution in music right now? Fucking One Republic just released an album. I am a staunch One Republic. Like, I love oh, all their sh- shit. You kept their new album them. is so fucking shit. That Why do you I'm, keep recommending it, or is that a different album? Because I'm, I'm going no, I'm going back to like their first album because I'm like this is the glory days of One Republic. Uh, One Republic Mercy. is also like a 2000s sound. It's like 2011. Yeah, yeah, it's 2010s. Yeah, I don't know why I, I said it, that year exactly, but it makes me one of those bands that make me think of middle school. Their new album is so fucking shit. It's just electronic pop crap, and I hate it. I hate it so much. No, you hate electronic, that I know. Yeah, so, fuck. I, w- I love Ryan Tedder. He's one of my favorite singers, too. Um, He's the lead singer of One Republic, if you don't know. Anyway, back to my shout-outs <laughs> after that rant. Uh, First We Take Manhattan by Leonard Cohen. What is wrong with this dude? That's my only note. Uh, <laughs> he's like uh, the David Lynch of music. Hey, he certainly is something. Uh... <laughs> What's My Age Again by Blink-182, the classic Blink-182 signature pop rock, pop punk sound that you could play on shuffle, as Mike said, and get the same sounding song. But it has one of the most iconic lines, and the reason I recommended it for my birthday, nobody likes it when you're 20 to 23, which I turned when I recommended it. A year ago, and I turned 23. I'm actually 23 now, so I guess nobody likes me. And I'm 24 now, and so, haha, no one likes you, Mike. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, but let me just this uh it was Seagull's birthday earlier this week and this is the Seagull's birthday song, so happy birthday oh, yeah. Seagull. Everybody say happy birthday. Yeah, whatever. Do whatever you want. Um nobody <laughs> nobody likes you when you're twenty three and you still act like you're in freshman year. What the hell is wrong with me? I recommended this song, like I said, because I was turning twenty three, but also because I had just started college again and I was a technical freshman according to my college when I started. So I was a 23-year-old freshman acting like a freshman. Dude, all the, these songs are like so obsessed with high school. 
Well, I was thinking college, but yeah, freshman. In I high mean, school, but like, yeah. I just, I just think of the uh, high school never ends song. Oh, I think that's it, a fucking bop. It is a banger, but I just assume like they're all thinking that like mind. They're like thinking with that mindset for some reason. I mean, I think that's when they were like that's when they started their bands, which is like a thing in the two thousands that you could start a band in high school and like go on warp tour, especially that. Dude, bands are like such a different thing now. There are no bands. Yeah, I, I feel like you have to just like exist on like the internet. Yeah, you can't. It's rare to get a band together. That's why when I we have a friends that are in bands, I support them a hundred percent because there's so few of them. So melt. If you want to go listen to some great like, I don't know what do you call them? Jazz pop, jazzy rock. jazz pop. Yeah. Uh, Did we talk big, about the big Sour surf? Candy, yeah. Uh, I think we did talk about. Oh, no, Sarah you got their name wrong. Oh fuck! I can I can edit big it out. Sip. What is it? The big, the sip. big sip. The big sip. Another great band. <laughs> uh, you'll never hear the other version of that. Uh, Single set of bad words. He <laughs> <laughs> did it. I just messed up their name uh, because I can't remember names. The big sip is a great band. Uh, go listen to their new album. You know Got what? It. Speaking of like local people, I I was talking to Shelby. If Shelby is probably listening to this, Shelby was like, Shelby had a dream. He was he went to a Michael Manzi concert or something. Dude, the fact that we got <laughs> Shelby to like Michael Manzi uh, is awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Shelby and shout out to Michael Manzi too. And shout! I just commented on Michael Manzi's uh, Instagram post because they put out his play uh, set list. That I wish I could go see. It's a really good set list. I was like, fuck. He's doing Benny and the Jets to open the show. Count for Velton John song, if you don't know. Uh, I'd love to hear his interpretation of that song, but can't go to New York City right now. Uh, yeah, you can. No, no, I can't. College. Uh, but yeah, that's all my shout outs in a very okay. long winded way to say I'm done. I don't, even, I don't even want to say my note about you're the reason. I mean, I actually said like half of it. If I just said that. I just said that it made me think of like these are the people who are like obsessed with their anime romances, and that's what they wrote these songs about. <laughs> okay, not an up, but, but yeah. Well, I mean, it just—it's a modern sounding up song. Guys, Remember. I finally down. I, uh, I finally found out what up dog is. Did Whatever. you put that in your notes, waiting for me to say the the phrase? No, no, no I didn't. <laughs> what's up? Dog? What the? What's the up dog doing? Uh, right. Do you not know that joke? No, I do. I just. Oh, yeah, I okay. It would have been so lame if I said. <laughs> That's why I was like, "Wait, do you not know this joke? I know this joke. You must know this joke. I'm behind oh, on everything." Um, I still don't know what the game is where you. Where they put on TikTok like you lost the game, I don't understand that joke. Oh, Seal, you're such a boomer. You don't know the game. I really don't understand it. Like, and I try. I've tried to Google it. Okay, all the game to... is. All the game is is when you're when you like when you remember that the game exists, you lose it. But what if I was never introduced to the game? No, you by talking about it, you were. So. It's just so confusing in my brain. It doesn't make sense to me. I like right. I have literally tried to Google the explanation. Like I felt like a ninety-year-old mother who okay, just found game. out about some thing, and it made no sense to me. And people make references to it, like, <laughs> and you okay. left the game, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? The <laughs> game is a mental game where the objective is to avoid thinking about the game itself. Thinking about the game constitutes a loss which must be announced each time it occurs. It is impossible to win most versions of the game. Depending on the variation of the game, the whole... Okay, well, I don't want to keep reading this. But, like, it doesn't... Is it, like, the phenomenon where it's, like, don't think of a pink elephant, now everyone's thinking of a pink elephant? It's pretty much that, yeah. Okay, but, like, why can't it be explained in that stupid of terms? Because it just doesn't make sense. And I feel old, and they, they make... They ridicule me. I don't like it. Who's okay. ridiculing you? What are you talking Everybody about? Everybody on TikTok and being like, you lost the game, you fucking idiot. I'm like, 
what is happening? What what if I what side of TikTok have I yeah, ventured you're, into? You're such a boomer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't fucking know half the world of the internet. I'm like berries and cream. This new shit that everyone's talking about. I don't fucking understand it. It's just people like talking about berries and cream and it's hilarious apparently <laughs> no. i'm just lost yeah this, everybody's sense of humor is just dead there's no such thing as a sense of humor anymore there's apparently nine million inside commercial. jokes going on at once apparently it's from a commercial like a skittles commercial from 2009 or something and people are like this is hilarious and i'm like this, this isn't funny stop stop bro stop it what is the Michael Jordan meme? Anyway. Get some help. All right. Top fives? No, I, I have a note. I didn't know that was your only oh, note. I thought, no. I thought you, bigger, you said you were done. All right, go. I was done with my shout out. The bigger note I have is on The Logical Song by Super Tramp. Oh, uh, I was thinking about putting that on my top five. Slash talking about it. Well, okay. Uh, shockingly, not on the Rolling Stones' greatest songs of all time. I really Damn, thought it would make using a, that? I mean, I haven't found one for a while. Like, I don't have classic rock songs. They just actually updated, like, yesterday. They made a new list, and, like, Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift are on it. And I'm like, the world's ending. They're not, they don't deserve to be on the bad guy. Was, like, in the top 100. And I went, fuck this shit. I'm never looking at this list. Bad guy is not a good song. <laughs> it's a meme song. Um, Super Tramp, though, is a prog rock, prog pop, prog meaning progressive band out of london england from the 1970s and 80s they're like probably your dad's type of music i would guess his era uh meaning mike's father i'm pointing at him saying you're not implying the people i, know. Are I don't know if my dad likes super tramp he probably maybe like a few of their songs i don't know okay uh i have all of their albums because my dad liked them and i inherited his album collection or his vinyl collection uh, they're one of the those bands that have a sound completely unique to them, and there's nothing like them today. Like we were talking about earlier, band. This was a band, like the Beatles, or like these bands from the 70s and 80s that actually were a bunch of white men who played music together. I don't think there was white. They were all white. But yeah, this band filled with sax, castanets, which are little clacker, hand clacker things. Yeah, I remember castanets. Yeah, my mom had a lot of those. She's a singing teacher, so I, I grew up with weird instruments that she had. Keyboards, a Mattel handheld electronic football game with noise, bleeps, and bloops was actually now on that's, the site. That's evolving. Well, it was on this song in particular because like the guy who made it was next door and anyway. And of course they had the repertoire, the rock repertoire, drums, guitar, bass, and I think some organ. So horns and organ instantly on my top five. Uh, but this song is an uh, existential pop rock classic trying to asking one of the biggest questions. What is the meaning of life? Mike, what is the meaning of life? Uh, Say it. You just lost the game. <laughs> no, it's 42. Um, I don't get it. You don't know that reference? No. Have you never read, read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Oh, this sounds familiar now. Wait, can you explain? Well, no, like, so, like, they go to this giant computer that's supposed to, like, know the meaning of life, and they ask it the question, and it calculates for, like, years. I think they, it takes a long time. And it comes back to them and just says 42. And that's, like, the absurdity aspect of the world. It's, like, the number 42 is the meaning of life. And now people make all these connections, like, Jackie Robinson was number 42, and all this, like, weird shit that has happened around that number. That was way after the book. Actually, that was before the book, technically. I think the book came out in the 60s. I don't know. Anyway, 42 is the meaning of life. If people didn't know that. Um, but this song is written off the experiences of Roger Hodgson, uh, lead singer and songwriter. Lead singer and songwriter's troubled childhood and being sent off to boarding school where he disagrees with what they teach, drilling in facts. And in the his words, categorical jargon. I love the way British people speak. Instead of learning about oneself or what is truly matters. So what is the meaning of life? It's a song that you might love for different reasons on each listen. I know as a kid for me, I loved it because it was just weird. 
musically. It was just enjoyable to listen to. But as you get older, you listen to the lyrics and it grows on you. It becomes it has a new meaning. I begin to empathize with the main character and understand his plight trying to figure out what this goddamn bizarre world means and what you're supposed to do in it. Um, which I guess mimics the song as well. My journey with it. Uh, but my favorite lyrics are, there are times when all the world's asleep. The questions run too deep. For such a simple man, why won't you please, please tell me what we've learned? I know it sounds absurd. Please tell me who I am. Um, so yeah, school teaches us bullshit as I'm learning again, going back to college and being like, I have to learn about the Native Americans and how the pilgrims killed them and all how this did all this shit. And I'm like, I don't know how to do my taxes. Uh, <laughs> oh, so are you saying this, you shouldn't learn about the, the genocide? I'm saying I shouldn't learn it for a third fucking time. There's we can. I learned about it in middle school, then I learned about it in high school, now I'm learning about it in college. I think we should only have to learn it twice at most. Um, like you can also choose your classes, right? No, I was. I'm. You're. These are general things you have to do. You have to do history class, and there's you no. You still have option. to get your like gen eds out. I, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, no. So yeah, they've been possessed. Super Tramp has a sound to their own, like I've said, and the wonderment about them that is the ch- is cheesy now that you listen to it, but it's still great, I think. So yeah, my mic totally didn't just fall over. Nobody saw. No, that. I didn't see it. No one saw it. Okay, we <laughs> <laughs> do top fives now. Okay. Now I'm done, Mike. Top five. Top five. All right, I'll go first. Sure. Um, five. What is happening? Oh, my mic was on the keyboard. Um, I wonder why. For that's the name of the song. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about um, that song. Four. What's my age again? Three travels. Two cannibal queen and one. You're the reason. Really? That's your top. Yeah. Jesus Christ! We gotta talk about this. Uh, five is. Oh, you Jasmine. have nothing. No, no, we we match at places. Uh, five is Jasmine by the Magic Gang. Didn't talk about it. Good song. Not many songs with Jasmine as a name. Interesting. Four. Still waiting by Sum Forty One. Another song we didn't talk about, but I love it. I was thinking about talking about that. I like Sum Forty One. Three. Cannibal Queen by Miniature Tigers, which wins, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's probably it. Two. What's My Age Again by Blink One Eighty Two. One. The Logic Logical Song. Super Tramp. Is it okay. Cannibal yeah, Queen? Yeah, no, Cannibal Queen wins because it's two and three, right? Yeah. Compared to two and th- two and four. Something like that. Yeah, sure. that wins. I can't do math. I didn't learn shit in high school or college. Uh to learn how to do my taxes, that's for damn sure. Um he just <laughs> He just wants to do his taxes so bad. Hanlo. Weak. 36 good job mike it's how like... many weeks how many have we actually done this many weeks <laughs> what do you what do you mean can there actually be that many weeks in a podcast how many weeks can you fit into a podcast? oh you lost the game i did <laughs> sorry you lost um dude i can't believe the game was a thing in like elementary school you don't remember it i don't did we do that in our elementary school I never yes. really thought this thing in elementary. I remember the thing where you do this sign. I don't know how to explain <laughs> that it. That was really funny. Siegel's doing the little circle with his thumb and his index finger. And he, like, you put it below your waist, and if someone looks, you can punch people. I remember that. Uh, or like punch buggy. I don't remember the game. No. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> week 36. Uh, yeah, Macho- the game has seen a resurgence. Macho Man Kicks Baby Yoda in the Ribs is the name of this uh, week. Oh, yeah. I love the Baby Yoda in the Ribs song. Uh, so, as you can tell, Baby Yoda was big <laughs> a year ago. Right. That was, like, that recently. Why does it Baby Yoda feel longer ago? Uh, because nothing makes sense anymore and the world is ending. Uh, I love the Nihilist. Baby Yoda. I hate Baby Yoda. I want to kick Baby Yoda in the ribs. I want to kick George Lucas in the ribs. Wait, selling... why does everybody hate George Lucas? Uh, he's just a dick. <laughs> he made the prequels, which I like because we grew up with them, but then he sold off Star Wars and they made those shit 
what are they called? Sequels, I guess, to the original trilogy. Uh, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and whatever the last one is called. Uh, yeah. I would and now he's Disney more than fucking. Well, but he sold them. He could have kept the rights until he died or something. Then yeah, but if the if imagine you're somebody, and as much as you like your baby property, they're like, "I'll give you however many billion dollars for it." I would have hold held out because really, it was, worth, it was worth so much more than he got. I think he only got a billion for it, and I think now it's probably worth six billion. I mean, it's probably worth more than six billion in Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know, but he—I think he only sold it for like a billion. So, like, yeah. that already seems low, honestly. It's just that seems so low. Star Wars is like a household name. Let me look it up. How it was a while ago now? Was it was like twenty twelve. More sold for. I'll run four billion. Oh, four billion. Okay, that so does maybe... not seem as high as I thought. So it would then for. probably now it's worth like twenty billion. But yeah, is... no. I, the song, the song "I Want to Kick Baby Out in the Ribs" by Billy Cobb. Quick shout out, one of my shout outs. Um, it's funny. I just like I hate fucking how they'll make a character just to market fucking plushies, and everybody's obsessed with it. And yeah, that's basically why I don't like Baby Yoda. And I think it's funny that this guy is just expressing that in a dumb way. Did you? Like, a lot of people can relate to. I have two questions off that. One, do you know Baby Yoda's real name? And I know it's something like dumb, and I don't. I've heard of it at one point. I just don't want to care. I think it's Groku or something. Goku? Like if, no, not not Goku. <laughs> uh, and two, it's something stupid. They tell it for the first season because they love that people called it Baby Yoda, and it like was like a meme. Um, the second question off that is. What do you think about Groot then, or Baby Groot? Um, I mean, Groot was a funny character, but but he is just a merchandise machine, I guess. But like, you know, that movie had so much soul. I trust. I like James well, Gunn. The first movie, yes. Oh then yeah, the second a... one. The second one, I didn't like. Yeah, then he they made him a baby, and they were like, "We could sell the shit out of this." I think um, what happened was he didn't start as a fucking merchandise cranking thing and then once everybody loved him in the first movie they were like fucking Funko Pops 9 million of them go go it's a joke because I have given my mother for Christmas for the last whatever amount of years since that movie came out a baby group Funko Pop because she loves the character so much so she has every baby group Funko Pop uh, and every variant that I can find and I still have two that I have to give her about the Delta no. variant. That's relevant. <laughs> fucking shit. Ah, way to bring the fucking showdown with the ship, Mike. <laughs> um, what do you anyway, say? I don't know. I'm losing it. Uh, shout outs. Uh, do you want to go first or shall I? Um, I mean, I already started, but you can go. Okay. Uh, I said before my shout outs, I said this episode will be me begging you to give these songs a listen in hopes that they will. <laughs> make the bands reunite. So my first <laughs> shout out is Dublin Waltz by Monty Arai. Please listen to this fucking album so they come back even though they haven't made a song since 2008. Um yeah, re-listening to this album and this playlist cuz it was on the album. Uh I realized this album's 15 years old and it made me shrivel and almost die inside. Uh because we're 5 years away from this song this album being considered quote unquote classic rock um and that will haunt me the day that haunts me for life is when i heard american idiot on a classic rock radio and i wanted to turn my car off a bridge uh that was just honesty uh but turn yeah my car off a bridge yep uh <laughs> this beautifully <laughs> constructed rock opera song is written similar to a waltz style and it would have had it would have been a great 2000s masked emo dance party music video if they made one, they were a low budget uh, band at the time uh, from Rhode Island. But on TRI, you'll live in my heart forever. Big band feel with the horns to close it. Simply the best song on the album, I think, other than in this legacy. Whatever. Go listen to this album, uh, Wall of People. Anyway, another song <laughs> that I have a shout out for is She's Kinda Hot. 
Now, Mike, by DJ Nikki Steele. Yeah, wait, what is this? Okay. <laughs> I found out something about this song. Do you know the band Five Seconds of Summer? Yes. Is that the one that Jared Leto's in? No, that's 30 Seconds to Mars. Okay. Uh, connection, because Mike brought this up, not me. The lead singer of Monty R.I. is the guitarist of 30 Seconds to Mars, ironically. Uh, anyway, that's why Monty R.I. doesn't make new music, because he works with fucking Jared Leto, and they won't make a new Monty R.I. album. Um, but anyway, I digress. Five Seconds of Summer, this is a Five Seconds of Summer cover song, and I wondered for so long why this song was not popular, <laughs> and I realized it's just a cover version of a very popular Five Seconds of Summer song by the same name. She's kind of hot. It honestly might just be like a local DJ, like our local DJ in our hometown made a version and put it up on Spotify and just pitched up everything to make it, quote unquote, his own remix. Yeah, I was going to say, what is this? Why is I this think like a DJ remix? I don't know, because there's literally no difference. I tried I know. to like... I tried to time it out and see, like, oh, maybe it's like a cover, but it's like, no, it's the same guy singing. I think he's just pitched up. The whole song is just pitched up. But this guy's account doesn't exist on Spotify anymore. A lot of his songs are like copywritten and shit. So uh, that's why this song <laughs> isn't known. It is known by its She's Kind of Hot version by Five Seconds of Summer. So disregard. Whatever the fuck this version is, go listen to that version. It's literally the same, except a little bit lower on the scale. Um, even when I'm gone by Quiet Drive, another band, please listen to and please come back. One of my favorite alt rock bands of the 2010s. Highly implore you to go check out their albums, The Ghost of What You Used to Be, or their other album, Self Titled. Kevin Truckenmiller, great fucking name. Wow. Yeah. That's a fucking name and a half. A one uh, name. One of the best, in my opinion, vocalists of the time and genre. Uh, the song is immensely powerful in the production with organ and strong drum riffs. And the message be behind it is even better because they penned it for pe uh, pediatric cancer research for a fallen fan. Uh, this is one of their later songs That's before they nice. broke up. Uh, Shop Vac by Jonathan Colton. Colton? Colton. I don't know. What is it? Col I think, I think it's I Jonathan it. Colton. Colton? Yeah. Uh, I knew this song and somehow it got past my radar. <laughs> uh, I love this song. Was another, uh, another great song on that same album was uh, Reply Your Brains. If you don't know that song, give it a listen, Mike. Or I can recommend it tomorrow if you don't know it. Because it's... Not if I listen to it for you. Can no. Okay. Uh, it's it's you'll you'll like it if you don't know it. It's about zombies talking about talking to their coworkers about eating their brains. Jonathan Colton, I think, I, and I forgot this guy was like doing the music for Portal or something. Yes, I have him. I had to talk about him or read about him in my class for film. He was the Portal guy. He did a lot of work with Valve. Uh, the, the song is so fun. I love. Uh, Oh, sorry, you go. No, you can go. I know, I just love the line where he's talking about like, I like this certain Starbucks because of my, like I just, um, as you can tell, this is not a note I wrote down. I just thought of it because I'm I don't know what I'm saying, but it's it's, I like the capitalist commentary of just the very specific thought about liking one Starbucks more than the another one because of some like weird inconvenience, convenience. I like oh, a just... certain I like a certain Dunkin' over another one when I go and get my Dunkin' because of the people that work there. <laughs> They're just and it's just the fact that he like extemporized that in a song. I was like, huh, that's kind of a silly little thing we thing we have as in results to our whole system. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Tally uh, Hall. No, yeah, my last shout out is the trap by Tally Hall. This may be a bold statement. And maybe I've even said this before, but they remind me so much of the Beatles in their like completely complex music and harmonies and psychedelic feels. It's very 1960s. It's ridiculous that 
people don't know about them as much as they do. I know they're like a cult band or whatever, but they're so different. <laughs> I guess that's why don't more people don't know about them. But like, there's nothing not to love about this band. The more I listen to them, and the more you introduce to me to them, I like. I just love them even more every time. Uh, they're real good. Yeah, I um, yeah. I love the line that says, "Imagine the world if the numbers would take some time out." When I first heard that, I was like, "Mmm, deep, deep Zubin." And I'm not just saying Zubin. The, the the singer Zubin is the singer in the song. Oh yeah, I forgot. I, I yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mike just says Zubin randomly. Also, so I thought he was just saying Zubin to throw the name in. Uh, this is humor in our day and age. Humor random words like oh. left and Zubin. <laughs> uh, anyway, Siegel's Instagram bio is <laughs> what, what is it? Humor stuck in two thousand something. Hashtag humor stuck dab. in twenty fifteen. Hashtag dabbing. <laughs> hashtag yeet. Great. <laughs> it's true, bro. Uh, those are all my shoutouts. I know okay. the long list but... um i didn't actually write anything about shop vac i just wanted to throw that thing in um i, I said the thing about she's kind of hot um so mean by afternoon love sad kid samza and mxm tune it's a the the collab of the century with all these fucking they just need tally hall chappy and uh what if all the people from our all the favorites what is happening in my google doc I don't know. Okay. Um, this is like, to me, I wrote it was the unofficial sequel to You're the Reason. When, like, imagining the same couple that's talked about in that song is in a, a slightly more silly mood. It's it's like the, the funny little montage where they have, like, a date that's derailed by the rain and they're, like, running around the city and encountering funny pedestrians or whatever that happens in a this hypothetical rom-com that I made up. Um... I love this song. I love all the songs, all these songs that I found in my daily mix one some point last year. Once again, it's very anime-y, anime rainy day Go watch, if you like those, go watch like an anime romance. I don't, not that I like them, I just do like them. You would like or, them. Or if you want a real movie, go watch About Time. Uh, Why was that in my brain when I was thinking about rom Because it's because one of, of the best rom-com i think it's one of the best films of all time i mean it's i know it's your favorite movie unless it's changed it's it's up there it's up i don't have a favorite per se but if you want a good recommendation go watch about time i think it's on amazon prime right now go watch it. um i don't have anything else to say about the trap it's a nice springtime song they kind of threw the monkey wrench of their weird lyrics in um i mentioned that lyric um like, nothing really just makes me feel like I'm getting out of high school like some of their songs, and ironically, I didn't even discover them until after high school. It's just it's just how it feels. Um, recommend their band Listed Black, which you can find on YouTube, which they, uh, I don't know, I think it's just Rob and Andrew, maybe, whoever, whichever ones of them knew each other in high school. Um, it's such a high school innocent band feeling. Go listen to it. Um... Last note I have is come on out and plea from a cat named Virtue are both nope. pretty good songs. What? Nope. It's not Virtue. I had my longer notes on this song. It's not Virtue. It's Virtute. It's, okay. Yeah, I know. Everyone says it wrong. I said it wrong most of the time. I had to, I had to repost our playlist because I spelled it fucking wrong. Well, fake fan. Okay. It's a Latin word. We'll get to it anyway. Um, these are both pretty good songs that I didn't remember until I re-listened to them. Um, the cat song reminded me of Housebroken. I like the emo pet songs; they're very fun. I know they're much that much of a thing, even if this isn't really um, about a cat. I'm kind of unsure. Doesn't matter. It's surface value, surface uh, face value. It's about whatever. Um, it's also kind of it's very meta in a way whatever the cat represents, whatever that voice is. Um, Come Out Out is a very Night Drive song. It's like John Mouse mixed with Stephen Merritt. These are both pretty good. Um, those are my 
Those are just all my notes. Oh, okay. Well, I have a longer note, but on the the fact of uh, come on out, this is a time I was actually back in our hometown area, and I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember listening to Baby Yoda with you while you were here. No, I remember recommending come on out because I was like, oh, this guy sounds like Stephen Merritt. He does then, sound like Stephen Merritt. I remember then you was like, I don't know, I don't know, Siegel. I don't think it sounds like Stephen Merritt that much. I remember at what point we were going to the mall. <laughs> Mike will remember this. I don't want to say where we're exactly the same, the mall, but we go to a mall all the time, our hometown mall. And it's like, I remember the point on the drive, and I was like, Flynn Song, Stephen Merritt, Siegel. Left. Um, I was very excited. That's my shit. Stop saying my word. Um, Are you claiming the to, word left? Should I add that to my bio? Hashtag left. Do it. So, okay, I'll do that after this. Uh, uh, the plea plea from a cat named Vertut or Vertu. There's a. It's spelled V I R T. It's Vertu. I looked. There's a hidden yeah, yeah. T that I didn't see. I know. Everyone says it's wrong, according to the, the head guy. Uh, what's his name? John K. Sampson, who wrote it. Everyone says it wrong, and he has to explain it every time. It's like the... Uh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, it's it's like the Drake and Josh theme song that everyone gets wrong, but I don't think we should talk about Drake Bell. Um, oh, no, dude. Drake Bell's canceled so hard. Oh, canceled. Next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those are some words. We're devolving as humans and as podcasters uh, to our, our, our real selves. Uh, plea from a cat named Virtu, I guess is how you say the Latin word, by the weaker thans. Great fucking name. Uh, one of my current favorite bands, and but sadly, they don't make music since 2014. This is like their last album before they broke up. Uh, they are a Canadian indie rock band that were active until 2014, and then I put ah because I'm mad and I don't have the energy to do that. Ah, thank you. Uh, I'll just add that in after I say it. Uh, their, <laughs> their unique brand of humor and alt rockiness is very present in this song, as Mike pointed out, from the perspective of the leader of the band's cat named Vertute, which is uh, as John K. Sampson, the lead singer, says is not virtue, and it actually means strength in Latin. Uh, but the cat, who has a very strong opinions, I put options, but I meant opinions, on how lame the owner's life is and how he needs to improve it for his own sake and the cat's sake. That's such uh, a cat thought. Yeah, it is. Like Cats? I had a thought the other day. Cats are British. <laughs> like... I want your one-liners. You have amazing fucking just like thoughts like that. Cats are British and dogs are American. Stick with the just cats are British. I mean, sure. It's just you have great fucking one-liners. Like, are uh, cats British? You can't even argue with me. Yeah, personality-wise, they're prudish, like British, like posh British people. Uh, just stick with the one-liners. They're great. I love them. Uh, it's a deeper message to try and get better and your pets can sense you're struggling or you can be meta, more meta about it, like Mike said, just as much as you can. One of the reasons I don't think we deserve pets, I said. That's a really, uh, we don't deserve pets, right? No, especially we dogs. certainly don't. Dogs especially, I agree. Uh, as band leader John K. Sampson has clarified, the cat never existed, but was a culmination of a lot of cats he knew and loved throughout his life. The lyrics that I love... Uh, which is a great opening lines of why don't you ever want to play? I'm tired of this piece of string. You sleep as much as I do now, but you don't eat much of anything. It just perfectly sets the mood of the song and then is brought back around as the last lines. If you don't stop the self-defeating lies you've been repeating since the day you brought me home, I know you're strong. Uh, just like, come on, man can do this shit uh and whether it's from the cat's perspective or it's like an inner monologue in his head it's sort of like a talking about depression and shit like that so i relate because i'm relatable tiktok hashtag yeet oh my god um, I'm <laughs> hashtag pepsi coke challenge uh I don't what? Know, 
I'm sure there's a hashtag that's like that. Oh, speaking of speaking of the weirdness of TikTok, have you seen the trends that people are just stealing shit from their high schools? <laughs> they're just like taking like toilets, they're taking doors, and they're like big upping themselves. Like I stole a door today, and so big principal. Upping. I don't know. I don't know how kids talk. What uh, upping? <laughs> but like they're just stealing shit now. Like they start stealing microscopes and shit, like Bunsen burners. I mean, to like, be honest, no. it would be pretty metal to just have, like, a microscope in your house. Yeah, but I'm like, this is what we've come to now. It's like, we gotta, we got to be cool on the internet. So we're gonna I mean, that probably costs so much money, though. I mean, how much does a microscope cost? Oh, like thousands of dollars for each one. Yeah, like... A few hundred. No. I mean, I don't know which ones I'm looking at. I just like the microscope. Yeah, okay. No, you want, like, the scientific microscope. It's not to, like, the little, like... They gotta work, like, good, I assume. At least good enough for high school kids. But just, like, what the fuck is wrong with this generation? I guess that's Generation Alpha. Not Z. Whatever we are. Zoomers. Are we Zoomers? Is that what we are? There's Boomers and there's Zoomers? You're a Boomer. I'm a Zoomer. (laughs) What's before Boomers? Is that the greatest generation? I think I'm part of that one. I guess so. I think the greatest generation. I think I'm that. So I'm gonna be part of the greatest generation. Like world Seagull old, Seagull old. Haha, <laughs> funny jokes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you want to do your top five? That's all my notes. Yeah, I'm done too. Top five. Um, five. I've come on out. What's the name of the band? The Airborne Toxic Event. That's a cool name. It is a cool name. Where is it? Oh, I'm listening to. It. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, four. I have. I want to kick Baby Yoda in the ribs by Billy Cobb. Three, plea from a cat named Vertut, which I'm gonna guess one. Oh. Two, the trap. One, so mean. Oh, so mean is the song. Okay, I don't know who won. You have to do math. Uh, five is the trap by Tally Hall. Four, every everybody's changing by Keen, which we just didn't even talk about, but it's like their second best song. Uh, after whatever that other one is, somewhere only we know. This is their second best after that. Three, plea from a cat named Vertu by The Weaker Thans. Two, even when I'm gone by Quiet Drive. One, Dublin Waltz by Monty R.I. Because Monty R.I. is always going to win if they're on the list for me. But the trap fifth. Yes. That's one point. And one point. And second will be four. That's six. Three. Okay, it's a tie. God damn it. thought I'd get a fucking win. I never get a fucking just straight up win. I want like, two weeks where I fucking win. Like that, I mean, you earlier on you won like every yeah, and then I just was shit, 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 shite, shit. I thought um, you would win this week. I don't know. I, I regret putting Tally Hall on there now. <laughs> That's a good song. I mean, what did you think about these two weeks, honestly? Before we exit out, I mean. Mediocre song-wise, I guess. I like remembering this time of last year. It was fun. I visited my friend in Philadelphia. I remember listening to all these songs like on the way there and back. And it makes me think of that. And I'm about to sneeze. Zuntite. Say onion. Say onion. You lost the onion. game. There mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what know do you... how this thing works. I'm trying. What do you think uh... about this Uh these few weeks these two weeks uh yeah they were okay i don't know i was kind of i they were just like meh which sucks because the first one was my birthday week would have ruined my birthday week mike hey you could have what sorry birthday sex was like the only birthday song i know that's depressing um there's not anymore one what's the 50 cent one that like i have no idea the one that's like Oh fuck it! I don't. I don't care. Brain works. No good. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, we're falling apart. Thanks for listening, everyone. My name's been Jeremy Siegel. My co-host Mike, as always. My name has been Mike, and then it got changed to what? I don't know. You said my name has been Jeremy Siegel, as if like <laughs> it's not anymore. <laughs> no, it's my name's my name's been Mike. His name's been Siegel. Uh, let's just confuse the fuck out of people because they never know, they never see us. Jesus okay. Christ. And uh, 
Make sure to like, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts if you haven't yet. Because why not? It takes five seconds. It doesn't hurt anyone. Rate us. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Share. That's the big, big you're, one. You're at the your office, your water cooler. Hashtag oh. social distancing. Tell your friends about uh, JM Radio. Yeah, don't don't get the coronavirus like six feet away with a mask, but then be like, hey, have you heard of this great podcast where people talk about music and they give you lots of mu- they give you 28 songs every two weeks and then they talk about them. Listen to them. They're great. That's probably what happens at workplaces. I wouldn't know. OK, uh, and that's been it. And that's some place. listening to oh, do. no, no. <laughs> Uh, also follow us on Instagram and all those other social medias, even though we don't post. Mostly on Instagram, though, or always on Instagram at JM Radio Pod. Don't forget the pod. And uh, yeah, now that's it. Now you can count us down. Okay. Good times, people. Three, two, one. You, you got, got some listening, listening to, to do. do. That was on time on my end. It probably was. Who knows? Okay, bye. Yeah. Green.